3: Every thirty seconds that you watched during the Super Bowl that was a commercial was worth seven and a half million dollars. Seemed to stupid me stupid money, right? There were more commercials yes.
4: than ever before. Well they made the game five hours long. That's insane. It was over so it started at about, let's say, six forty, okay? Yeah. And it ended uh, after eleven thirty. Seriously. Come on, Larry. It was horrible.
3: You mean the coverage is just, yeah. It's The number of commercials, though. It's a blur. Right? Yeah, so a company ponies up that kind of money. They're obviously doing it because they expect a return on investment. Right. R-O-I. And what's amazing to me sometimes is they have really – creative commercials with a lot of star power, but you don't remember what it is they're selling. That's right. So how effective can it be? So who do you think had the best commercials? I loved Arnold. State Farm. So typically, ironically, it was Patrick Mahomes done a ton of State Farm, right? Aaron Rodgers. But you didn't see them in a State Farm commercial. It was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Neba, what'd you think, Sam?
5: Uh, I liked it, and then Danny DeVito at the end. That's cute. Keep... That one was, yeah.
3: I mean, typically they do have a lot of movie stars, or yeah.
5: I feel like every one that I saw, I was like, oh, th- that's that's that person. Oh wow. The like...
3: other one a lot of people seem to like was the one where Ben Affleck, who's back to dating J Lo again, yeah, was With in a Duncan, Dunk King,
5: Dunk Kings.
3: And it was uh, Tom Brady in it. He was in a couple of commercials. Fantastic!
5: I have the Billboard Top Ten commercials. If you want me to read yes, them, yes, I do. Okay. and num- at number ten we have the Starry with Ice Spice. Do you remember? No. She she was like sipping out of a Starry can, and her ex, Lemon Lime Soda, came up, and was like, she's like, I'm with Starry now. That that's number ten. I didn't. I think it's big because Ice Spice was in it.
4: All Hold right. Hold on one second. Listen, listen, listen real quick. Arnold, Arnold, listen.
5: Thank you, Agent State Farm. Like a good
4: neighbor, State Farm is there. Cut. <laughs> hey,
1: Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It, it's neighbor. That's what I said.
4: Neighbor. <laughs> uh,
3: neighbor. <laughs> neighbor.
1: <laughs> hey, let's go again. Like a good neighbor, State Farm
3: is there. <laughs> Cut.
4: <laughs> now what?
3: Hmm. Neighbor. Yeah, neighbor. <clears throat> Just like it's written on the paper. <laughs> neighbor! <laughs>
4: That was the sheep. <laughs> Hold on. Neighbor. Still no. Neighbor. Neighbor. Ba- ba- ba! This lady's in labor. What?
1: <laughs>
3: huh? Arnold? Got a bit of a script change. You'll love this.
0: Thank you, Agent State Farm.
1: Like a good neighbor, State Farm
4: is
0: there. Oh, is that good?
3: And they slide Danny DeVito in. Now think about, <clears throat> I think that ran twice. Oh. So that's $15 million. And then they had to pay Arnold, arguably one of the most famous people in the world, to be in it. Millions. And Danny DeVito. So they spent a ton of money, which means there's a lot of money in insurance next time you write your premium check. Think about it. So, one
4: of our favorite people on earth, um, and probably the best marketing guy I've ever known, Dick Roberts, uh, says that a study shows that people remember commercials 25% more when they have celebrities. Wow. I believe it
3: good for your clients. Alright, right number 10 you had... Now Sorry, num- number nine? 9
5: was Bud Light. It had Post Malone in it. I don't remember that one. I I'll, do. Be, I'll be honest. I do. They had that at number 9. Number 8 was homes.com with Little Wayne.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: And uh,
5: Dan Levy. Jeff Goldblum. And Heidi Gard. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum, Dan Levy. They ran
4: it four times. Yeah. It was $28 million.
5: Um, <laughs> the next one was the Oh, T-Mobile with um Jennifer Hudson, Common. I think, was this one with Jason? Yeah, the Scrubs reunion and Jason Momoa. It was fantastic. Yeah, that one. That one was number seven, T-Mobile. Um, Six is, I don't remember this one, NYX, Cardi B. NYX is like a makeup brand.
4: Yeah, I saw
3: it. It was odd.
5: It was one of
3: those creative things. Yep. He, Five
5: I... was good. This one was a good one. The Paramount Plus with... um. Star Trek, the um, Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, Creed was there. Yeah. Then they kicked Hey Arnold. They kicked his head. Remember that one?
4: The game was five and a half hours long. They ruined it with these commercials. I I don't care if they're.
5: Oh, uh, this is number four. The Christopher Walken one.
4: Oh, I love
3: him. Yeah, when
5: they were all imitating him. That's for Uber Eats with the Friends mini reunion.
3: But he, she could, Jennifer she, Aniston didn't remember.
5: That had jelly Roll in it, too. Yeah. jelly yeah. Roll, bunch of people. He's
3: looking in the mirror, and he goes, somebody drew on my face. What, he has facial tattoos.
5: Yeah. And then for number two, we have Duncan, the Duncan one.
3: With J-Lo, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady, and Matt Damon.
5: Yeah, it was, that one was good. Fantastic. And then Fantastic. they have number one, the Beyonce for Verizon.
4: No. I don't even remember it.
5: That one was, I think that one's big, because she announced... Her new music mm. in that one.
4: Oh, well. Well, those are your...
5: That's what, what Billboard has to say. Top obviously. 10.
3: And you'll be seeing a lot of those again because typically they don't just run them once.
4: You've been at games. Uh, Larry's been pleased. He works the Steeler Games. It's so annoying what they've done, Larry, with the commercials that when they go to a break now, a TV timeout, you're just standing there half the game waiting for them to start the game. Yeah, well, you see the players on
3: the field standing there. Right. All right. got too much. Did you know that some of the San Francisco 49ers didn't know what the overtime rules were? I believe that. This is new. Yeah, it is relatively new. So the rule is they're going to play till they get a winner, unlike regular season where you get a 15-minute overtime. Each team gets to possess the ball once. Unless there's a defensive score. And it came down to the last few seconds of the overtime first quarter.
4: Well, no, they don't get to possess it once. They get to possess it until someone wins. No, but I'm saying even if the other team scores. And, And if you run out the first overtime, you go right to the second quarter. It's like another game. Right. It just keeps going. You're right. So a lot of the players had no idea. Doesn't it cross your mind, though? In watching Mahomes, that we got a long way to go before we're in the Super Bowl again. I mean, seriously, brother. He
3: could be the guy for a long time. Oh, he is the guy. Three Super Bowls, 28 years
4: old. And you have to acknowledge this if you own a franchise, that that, my man, that standard is really hard to reach. That man is amazing.
3: Yeah. He's a, what do they call that, legacy once a, in a lifetime, a
4: savant of football.
3: KDK Storm Center will be open tomorrow morning. Brought to you by Mister Reuter. Call four one two Rooter two and Generator Super Center and I- Ireland Contracting. Right and early at five thirty, we'll be on with the latest weather information tomorrow.
4: So. Be- the most watched sport event every year in America would be the Super Bowl. What is it, Larry? Sometimes 110, 120 million people.
3: Right. And one out of every 3 Americans watches at least a portion of the game.
4: I lo- I thought the game was a dog as it started out, but then it got really good. Right? Progressively, yes. So just for perspective, cuz we always discuss soccer and then Americans don't necessarily care. The World Cup, the finals, 1.2 billion People watching. 1.2 billion. Come on, man. (laughs) That's insane. That actually is. You want me to tell you what happened with the tickets? Yes. My man Ticket Nick. He gets stuck. No, no. He hustled. This is kind of crazy. They were selling tickets 20 minutes into the first quarter. Seriously. Yeah, kickoff was... 6.38.
3: 6.38. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 6.38. You're right. And then just after 7, you sent a text. So that's when it was happening then. All right. Yeah, so 20 minutes after kickoff,
4: they were selling tickets. For four grand, And people were buying them. They were immediately bought them. Now, the face value in those tickets is eight to $11,000. So I guess people, they must have been outside, the, I guess, right? Hanging out. But who has that kind of money to just... Well, considering the game was sold out and the average price was 8000 and some seats sold for 72000 um, 72000 $72, And they uh, sold out. I mean, I don't have that kind of money. I wouldn't even think that way, but people do, obviously. I'm curious, too, Larry. Do the celebrities we saw, though, like uh, uh, LeBron James and all the superstars we saw, do they pay for their tickets? I was told that... Um, for instance, uh, Taylor Swift had to pay for that box. Makes sense, though, right?
5: I saw something that said Travis Kelsey paid for the whole thing, like for his family and for her. There
4: you
3: go.
5: And all that. I think he – I again, I, I don't
3: – And and what did we hear the box cost? A million? Two million. Plus.
4: Two million? Two million plus. So I doubt if Travis paid for it because he, he makes good money, but not that kind of I – mean, I mean, that's what do I know? That's like Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos money. It is. It's billionaire dollars. It is. To throw it out for that. And Larry. She could pay for that. Yes. You, you, you've been talking about this. And it's so interesting that this was in Vegas because this was so taboo when we were growing up. Well, they did a whole
3: story on CBS about Brett Musburger back in the yep. day because he got an award, Lifetime Achievement Award, and Jimmy the Greek was there one of their guys, but they weren't allowed to talk about. They weren't allowed to use the word handicap a game. Right. They created a checkmark system that would just indicate who they felt had the edge on different things. And then there would be a winner who they projected winner. Now, people
4: that would bet back then. you They couldn't even refer to that. And there was no football allowed, NFL football allowed in Vegas because of it was illegal, and well, players couldn't go in. They, I don't know that they still
3: can. They were not allowed to bet this week. Current players, no, are they not were allowed not to allowed go in a casino. No, they were not allowed to bet this week. So, the game has changed clearly because there was a time not long ago where they wouldn't even allow Vegas to promote Las Vegas as a destination travel place during the Super. Bowl. And
4: now they have the talent, the sports big shots, picking over and under during the game right yeah so when my uncles love them had their betting operations when I was growing up numbers gambling you name it I watched it was actually fascinating they always went to jail I mean they got arrested probably 10 12 times I saw it but now that they realize they can make money from it they took that away and all of a sudden it's not illegal anymore I saw the same thing with marijuana Guy grows a marijuana pot plant in his college dorm. They arrest him and try to send him to jail. Now they're going to set up their farms in the region here where they sell it right legally because they realize the revenue. It's kind of a hypocrisy, my man. Well, we had the governor,
3: Josh Shapiro, on last week, and he added that as part of his second budget address. That yes. He was he was hoping that they would legalize recreational marijuana in this state to gain revenue for the commonwealth.
4: Do you have any interest at all in, in the gaming? I I don't like it at all. I, I never like gambling in Vegas. I never like betting on anything. Ever. I don't even play the football peel uh poll here in the in in the office. No, yeah, but clearly there is a I don't know what the Police. percentage
3: is of people that Please.
4: All time record high revenue.
3: Yeah. Well, going down to Rivers Casino or one of our casinos and Rivers is nice Playing the, the slots. They're very nice to you there too. We've yeah. had great events there. People forget that was originally slot machines only. Gaming came shortly after, but they...
4: Wow, that's a great point, Larry. So it was initially what, just slot Just
3: slot machines. Yet they couldn't compete with, like, Mountaineer in West Virginia who had full table games. And now you have it online. It's amazing. You can do just about anything you can do in the casino on your phone. By
4: the way, I would have loved to have gone. That seemed very exciting. The whole Super Bowl, the events around it, don't you think that Yeah, would they be had cool? all the
3: biggest names doing performances at different hotels, like comedian Sebastian Maniscalco had a big show there. Adele, U2, in The Sphere, and a bunch of others. Yeah. A lot of stars
4: were there performing, too. You know what's funny about this, Larry? It's actually fascinating. My son, who's 13 years old, mentioned this. What's happened is though middle class Americans can't do any of this stuff. They can't see Adele. Uh, the lowest price tickets for Adele that I saw were eighteen hundred bucks. The lowest price tickets in that stadium are, um, were about eight thousand dollars, right? Any of these shows, any of these, all these dinner spots, four or five hundred dollars for a meal, and it's too bad because now this has become a rich guy sport, and I feel bad about that.
3: Well, coming up next, we're going to introduce you to a Yale professor who is teaching the most popular course in Yale's history, and she will be coming to Heinz as part of the Pittsburgh Speaker Series. We'll also give you a chance to win tickets to that great series, brought to you by the University of Pittsburgh. This is the Big K Morning Show, and after a weekend where I think a lot of people are sleep-deprived, they're probably happy. Uh, to get through this Monday and in February 28th on a Wednesday at Heinz Hall, part of the Pittsburgh Speaker Series presented by the University of Pittsburgh and the Spanos Group of Raymond James and News Radio KDK. We welcome Dr. Lori Santos. Doc, good morning.
0: Thanks so much for having me on the show.
3: I got to say, when I first saw the rundown of the seven speakers this year, when I heard that you're the most popular professor in Yale's history, Uh, teaching the psychology and the good life in your podcast, The Happiness Lab. I, I wanted to know more about it.
0: Yeah, everybody wants to be happy these days.
3: Isn't that our right to pursue happiness, right?
0: Yeah, we've been talking about it since the Declaration of Independence, but I think these days we're really thinking about what science can tell us about how we can do better, how we can feel less stressed and just enjoy our lives a little bit more.
3: So how did you get involved in this in the first place?
0: Yeah, I got involved in the science of happiness when I took on this new role at Yale, teaching undergraduates as a head of college on campus. I was seeing the college student mental health crisis up close and personal, where right now nationally over 40 percent of college students report being too depressed to function most days. More than one in 10 college students nationally have seriously considered suicide. And so I was really worried about my students. Wow. And so I started this class to try to help them, to try to give them some skills they could use to feel better.
3: Wow. And the end result is... Uh, Obviously, a popular people really desire and want to be happy. So, how do you get some of these people over these issues of feeling so lost in many cases?
0: Yeah, well, the good news is that the science really gives us some clear behaviors and mindsets we can engage in to feel happier. You know, a quick behavior you can engage in to feel happier is, you know, get a little social. I think some of us are thinking about that this morning, you know, on the Super Bowl morning when we had some fun last night, you know, hanging, hanging out with friends and enjoying the game together. Um, but what we also need, as you mentioned, is some sleep, right? This is another behavior that I think can improve happiness and that our young people are really struggling with.
4: Um, Doc, this is fascinating because uh, Yale is a very high-stress school. Um, it's an elite academy an, an elite university. We have the same issue here. This is amazing to me at Carnegie Mellon, uh, one mm-hmm. of the hardest, most difficult and uh, successful programs on earth. And they surveyed kids. And I'm telling you what you said, boy, it rings like a bell, depression, anxiety, isolation. It's hell for some kids. Is it not?
0: I think that's right. Yeah. I mean, the academic pressures that students are facing, you know, is just, you know, worse than I think what they had when I was a kid, you know, worse than we've seen it in any other generation. But they're also doing that in a context where, you know, there's a lot going on in the world that we're all feeling right. You know, the economy is struggling. It feels like we're worried about the climate, worried about political polarization. Like there are just a lot of stresses out there. And so I think anything we can all do that's easy behaviors and mindsets we can engage in to feel better is really going to help.
3: We're with Dr. Laurie Santos from Yale University and the psychology of happiness. Let's talk about social media's impact on that, because we see, I see, and I know young people are much more involved. All these other people doing these great things and think from the starter, comparatively, we're missing out.
0: Yeah, and I think that social comparison is huge when it comes to our happiness, right? Um, we, you know, we definitely didn't have that in my generation where you just look online and see all these people who are going to better parties and on better vacations than you. But that has a real impact. And, you know, one of the things we'll talk about in this lecture are strategies we can use to be on social media but not let us make it feel so bad all the time.
3: I would imagine uh, for somebody like you, you see a generational change in this issue.
0: For sure. I mean, all those nasty stats I mentioned are actually getting worse over time. Um, That rate of depression where, you know, over 40 percent of students are feeling depressed, that's doubled in just the last 10 years. And so things are getting worse. But again, the good news is that if we engage in the right strategies, we can all do better. We can all feel better.
3: Well, give us one tangible thing that we can do today. Anyone listening to maybe jumpstart a change.
0: Well, my favorite tip is to change your mindset to be a little bit more grateful so much evidence suggests that gratitude can improve our well-being so you know what could you do to like scribble down in your phone three to five things you're grateful for today maybe do that every night and the science shows that in as little as two weeks that can significantly improve your well-being
4: it's funny you should say this we're talking about this this morning because i have this thing called get marty where we help people put in furnaces roofs on homes and what it does is it keeps me out of the madness Oh, the insane world we live in and makes me believe, yeah, there is hope. There are great yeah. things, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's really just as simple as that tiny mindset shift to pay attention to the stuff that's really good in the world. You know, There are people out there helping. There are things you can do to help others. You know, these tiny shifts matter so much.
3: And where can people find the Happiness Lab podcast?
0: Yeah, you can check it out anywhere you get your podcast. It's called the Happiness Lab and lots of great tips that anyone can engage in to feel happier.
3: Well, we're looking forward to meeting you again. Great. This is Wednesday, February 28th at Heinz Hall, the Pittsburgh Speaker Series presented by University of Pittsburgh and Spanish group of Raymond James Back, We want to give away two tickets right now, 412-922-1020. Doctor, appreciate you being on with us, and I'll see you that night since I'm the moderator of the series. Looking forward to meeting you.
0: Looking forward to it as well. Thank you so much.
3: Coming up, 10 until 2, Colin Dunlap in our middays. The man. So, Colin, what are you working on?
6: Oh, lots of things. I'm going to talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Hey, did
3: you find the He Gets Us commercials interesting? Well, I did because I didn't know where they were going at first. Uh And then when I realized it's paid by some religious group, obviously – is it coming out of
6: your the, your tithe, or is it coming out of the money you put in the collection yeah. basket? Well, would they have two or three? At sure. least it was at least fourteen million dollars, if not twenty-one. There were seven million bucks a pop. Think Travis Kelsey needs to wash Andy Reid's feet. <laughs> he said he's sorry. Well, okay, <laughs> but no, I find that he gets us. This is, you know, they advertise too on my son's a big NASCAR guy. They advertise on a NASCAR.
5: You
3: mean on the
6: car? On the car. He gets us. But it's the same driver. This is wild. It's Joe Gibbs' grandson. Okay? Who who are these people? And Joe Gibbs is very religious. But it's his grandson. He drives two different cars. One is he gets us, which is very religious. But the other one is Monster Energy. So on one day, he'll have these Monster Energy girls standing next to him. And then the next day, has he gets us. And the Monster Energy girls don't have a lot of clothes on. He made them. It, It. it, but I thought that he gets us spots were uh, creepy. I'll be honest with you. Huh.
4: I I you don't mean know the feet washing one. It's yes. definitely not from the Catholic Church.
6: No This is a no.
4: Christian organization. The CEO Ken Caldwell, former executive at Wendy's and Domino's Pizza. Interesting. It's a non profit. That commercial and then the the Dunkin' Donuts was the best commercial. Fantastic. Just fantastic! It's a big star power in that. And yeah, plus, yeah. what what J Lo did with her husband? I'll talk to you later. My wife does that to me all the time. That was he embarrassed good. her. Um, the one with the charge for
6: Kia, right? Yeah. Great concept, except they didn't tell you that after they charged the ice skating rink and after they drove that far, they couldn't drive back home because <laughs> the range is only
4: like. Well, you two. notice. Larry, they backed way off on electric cars this year because of what my man's saying.
6: You know, I drove one for a couple weeks. Loved. Greatest ride I've ever had in terms of the drive, the way it picked up. I had, I should talk about this sometime charge anxiety. Because you're like, waiting
3: to see. You,
6: yes, charge anxiety. And here's the thing. So it got like 240 miles range, okay? But you, that means you could really only drive 120 miles because you've got to get home.
3: Right. Unless it's, you. How long does it take to charge up?
6: See, I did not have the high speed one in in my house. You have got to get that put in, like you got to get like a thing like your like a washer or dryer output. You know, right? Uh, but even as such, if you would have that, it still kind of takes overnight. I would make a change tomorrow if you could charge
3: it more expeditiously. I think people are really cautious around here, and then when it gets really cold, yes, like when we had that single digit snap, mm-hmm. they were complaining that. It was draining the batteries. Want to hear something crazy? You know that sheets on the
6: new one across from where Carmody's used to be, right there on Nicholson Road? Yeah. They must have, like, a big charging station there. When it was very cold, there were a bunch of electric cars that were waiting. They were all the way out on the street. There must have been 15 of them waiting to get into that charging station. That was just a couple weeks ago when it was super cold out. Yeah, anyway.
3: And the Super Bowl was great. Do you like it? Yeah, it got better as the game went on. Did you Just like the commercials? Just deprived me of my sleep. Yeah, there were some good ones in there. That Ben Affleck J-Lo with Tom Brady and Matt Damon, pretty good. I thought the open with My Way was incredible. I think CBS did a great job all day. The one where the hangover spoof they did with the NFL Today's team, including Kyr waking up in a hotel room, and it was pretty entertaining. How about Kyr wearing his, his Super Bowl ring? Big move. Why not? Big All right,
0: moves.
1: Colin Dunlap coming up next. Thanks, Colin. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? 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 Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why?